0: From the G, like Tim, it's the harder way. This is Sports Fest, and yes, I'm on pins and needles. As my fantasy season basically now hinges on a backup wide receiver for the Cowboys. I'm Larry. We'll be doing push-ups Olsen. He is the one and only Andrew. Kick him in the nuts, Keller. We are coming to you fake live and direct on the reposted podcast network, which a little birdie told me is looking to hire a nutritionist. Happy week 13 to you, Mr. Keller. Yeah, both of us are trying to
1: get in shape for 2021. So we're <laughs> actually put a, something out on ZipRecruiter saying we're looking for a nutritionist. So hopefully that will come out. We actually, this is Sports Best. I was looking at the rundown today and some of the stories were not necessarily in the vein of the best. I think we'll be able to spin them. But in that light, I thought I would slip in a, an extra story that you don't know about. Oh, the story involves jealousy, mystery, and a plot for murder. Ooh, a member of the show posted on social media, quote, open invite Kirk Peterson. We're playing here every December. It's going to be called Holiday is for Golf. And one member of the show was conspicuously left off that post and that invite.
0: Can you speak to that? No, I can't. Is that me? (laughs) I think it was you, Larry,
1: and you did invite me to your golf game. Really? That hurts my feelings.
0: You know what? Um, (laughs) The next time at Pebble Beach, I'm bringing you. That's it. I'm putting it out the next time.
1: All right, I'll pay for the round, you pay for the beer. (laughs)
0: Damn it, I knew you were going to say that. We have undefeated, non-undefeated news. Andrew Keller, we, I feel like, for the last couple of weeks, we're programming if the Steelers could go undefeated for the rest of the season. The answer is no. 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 Uh, A Monday afternoon game between the Steelers and Washington Redskins. By the way, Washington. Washington, yes, the Washington franchise, excuse me. The Steelers were ten point favorites in this game. They were up by fourteen points, then gagged it up, lost twenty three seventeen, and are now eleven and one.
1: I think we said this last week, but you cannot bet against the <laughs> NFC East. It's like you hit a hornet's nest, and you don't know what's going to come out. It is a dumpster fire. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to roast anything over a dumpster fire because there might be a can of <laughs> propane in there that'll explode.
0: Uh this is my favorite quote. Ben Ross, Ben Roethlisberger after the game said, quote, it stinks to lose a game. I don't know if you were watching this game, but during the game, like right after the game, or maybe it was during the 49ers game, they showed an in picture of one of the Miami Dolphins, Larry Zonka, who had the perfect season. Literally, I'm not kidding you. Cracking champagne to toast at the steel. This is a true story. These guys, these old guys. They do it every lose. year. <laughs> every-
1: Oh, it's so good. So a lot of predictions about this game where the Bud Dupree, the linebacker was out. He tore his ACL. That might've been the reason Their uh, running back. James Connor wasn't activated because of COVID restrictions. Was it big Ben? He's taken the blame publicly. What do you think what happened? Or was it just the dumpster fire of the NFC East that took down the
0: Steelers? Listen, I will say this, this, the, this Washington franchise is kind of sneaky good They've won. I I think this is like their third in a row. They they had low expectations to begin with. They've had they've had a bad name for a long time. So everybody assumes that they suck. But they got a good coach now in Ron Rivera. And I I don't know. I think they just are good, to be honest with you. I think they're just solid. Yeah. So the Steelers
1: fell. And then a few hours later, a report came out from Mel Kuyper Jr. that next season the Dallas Cowboys are poised to go undefeated.
0: You know what? I believe it. That's am Not gonna lie. One other thing about this game, out of what's it, the quarterback of the Washington team is uh, Alex Smith, who mm-hmm. has had all those surgeries. Mm-hmm. At one point, he gets a gash. It is like a foot area, like, and his sock becomes like a bloody mess. Like Kurt blood filling. is literally pouring out of his sock in this game, and everybody's freaking out, like, "Oh my god, he's injured again!" He got injured in the knee. This time it was on the leg, and like, just this bloody sock was like. Good thing it was like midday and wasn't eating, but it was just so much blood. Did it remind you of Kurt Schilling? They're all saying it is totally the Kurt Schilling uh, sock incident. That's exactly what everybody's saying about it. I don't know if this is true, but
1: I read a few years ago that his sock is in the Smithsonian. He donated that. You know what?
0: I would would love to go to Washington with you to see that sock. You know what? I'll get the museum (laughs) entrance fee. You buy the plane tickets.
1: I'll get the beers at the Smithsonian. (laughs) Moving on to having a zero in your record news. Oh, the Jets have yet to win a game. Oh, so since 1944, only five teams have gone winless. Your Dallas Cowboys in 1960, 76 the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 82 Baltimore Colts, the Lions in, in 08 and the Browns in 17. I don't know. Did you, did you see this game at all? The way it happened was tragic. You know, you don't want ever to blame it on a coach, but I think I can say unequivocally that Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator at the time
0: of the jets is to blame did you, did you. So the way this played out was crazy, right? Okay, so here's the scoop. You played football. So you tell me, you tell me football, Texas star. Yeah. Last play in the game. Hail Mary. You got to go 60 yards. They're going to throw it up in the end zone. Uh-huh. Do you blitz eight men and only leave a couple of guys to bat down the Hail Mary? You, blitz or do all you put, do you put, you do. Okay. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> what happened. And they lost. And literally mm. they bl- the defensive coordinator blitzes everybody. And then they fire him. Cause he sucks.
1: Yeah. Cause they, they were protecting a four point lead. There was, yeah, was a 46 yard touchdown pass. Sorry. With five seconds left in the game. Raiders win 31, 28. There's also there's also a point where you ignore the coach. I remember my last game. I went in. I was a receivers and tight ends would run in the play call because we didn't have walkie talkies. I ran in a play. I think it was like a an outside sweep, and I was like, "No, I'm calling a pass to myself," and I called a pass to myself. And how did it turn out? He threw it behind me. I didn't catch it. We were a running team. It wasn't good. You didn't get fired i didn't get fired no i graduated high school with honors i went on to a promising career in biochemistry and and now look at me and you were the buffalo guy guy? you like ran the buffalo dude out the whole thing right so calling your own so message to the jets if your defensive coordinator calls in a bad play call your own play
0: listen and by the way i don't hate the jets i don't want them to go winless i kind of do I hate the Raiders. Like I want the Raiders. I'm watching that game. And I'm like, no, I hate the Raiders.
1: What do you hate most about the Raiders? The colors, the ownership, the mentality. Pretty the... much
0: all of that thing. Darth Raider. Throw him in there. Fact that they came to L.A. I was a fan for a little bit. But they broke my heart and left. Yeah, all of cities. It. Yeah, forget yeah. them. Get no. them. We have breaking, breaking in news. So a guy <laughs> broke into Tom Brady's house in the new england area right
1: right the chestnut so, hill country club it's, it's
0: twelve thousand square feet it's worth like almost 40 million dollars a guy broke uh-huh. into this house tom's not there because as you know andrew he's playing in tampa bay this particular point how can a guy break into a, a mansion is like is this a you i could just break into a mansion
1: yeah we commonly know people in denver that live in a fifteen thousand square foot house that have been broken into twice. the The former owner of the or former coach of the Denver Broncos, John Fox, they bought the house from him. Okay, so hold something on. about being in the NFL and having a big house.
0: This person that you're speaking of has fifteen thousand square feet, which is bigger than Tom Brady's at twelve thousand.
1: Yeah, but Tom Brady also has a guest house, so I'm not sure if this guy broke in the guest house. Also, this is a weird stat that they gave out that his driveway can accommodate up to 20 cars. (laughs) What about his garage? I think that matters. Also, uh, to me, the weirdest part of the story was the the call came in at around 6 a.m. It was 5.55. Clearly, this person's out of their mind. The judge isn't like ordering, monitoring. They're like trying to do a psych eval before they even charge this guy because he's out of his mind.
0: So I don't know if you're telling me that if I want to be a deranged lunatic, I could just go break into rich people's big homes and nobody's going to find out.
1: You don't even have to be a deranged lunatic to do it. You just can do it. It's okay. not that hard to break into someone's house. It just takes uh, internal fortitude that you might not possess. Wow.
0: That, I just, you know what? Okay.
1: I want to put this into context. They have a $40 million house. Well, it's worth what someone's willing to pay. They listed it for $40 million in 2019 just sitting there. They're paying electrical, they're paying (laughs) security. But Tom Brady, in in 2019, his collective on-field earnings totaled $235 million. And his spouse, her career earnings up to 2019 is $488 million. So combined, they're worth almost a billion dollars. So this $40 million house, is they probably forgot they even owned it.
0: It's crazy to think that Tom's better half makes more money than him
1: they they make so much money when i lived in tahoe i lived in tahoe in 2006 and we're building a hotel and i knew this girl who worked for the north star village and they had built these condos and her job was to notify one of her jobs was to notify the people that had bought condos pre-construction that they were done and she said about 20 percent of them had forgotten they had bought these million dollar (laughs) they're like oh yeah Oh, that's exciting. I think will
0: pick up my condo. I, I don't want to get too preachy, but that might be what's wrong with the world. It might be. <laughs> or what might be wrong
1: with the world is the way James Harden likes to throw down. He, he, he's still in Houston. He is apparently not happy that he's still in Houston because he did not report to the fake training camp. I forgot what you called it. But Houston has gone through a big mix-up. Daryl Morey left to join the 76ers, Mike D'Antoni got fired, Russell Russell Westbrook went to the Wizards, and Harden allegedly wants to go to the Nets. And so instead of going to training camp and doing quarantine, he went to Atlanta to go to a party for Lil Baby. Had you heard of Lil Baby before today?
0: Um, I wanna know, I certainly have not. I wanna know if my kids know who Lil Baby is. Lil.
1: I looked him up he's he does trap music which is like a very what? very specific it's like the sub the dirty south type of rap um, oh, okay. i don't know who to compare it to but the fun little gem in this was there was what he gave little baby for a birthday present what? i watched i watched the video that he posted he gave little baby little baby a prada bag because he's proud of him i'm giving you a prada bag because i'm proud of you hey it's- it's, it was full of honey buns, which I thought was, I went on an Urban Dictionary. That it's not a thing. It was literally full of honey buns, $100,000 cash, and a Richard Milley watch, which I can't figure out how much that would cost, but probably around fifty grand.
0: So, James Harden, if he gets invited to your birthday party and brings you a present, he's going to give you a bag with $100,000 cash in it.
1: If he's proud of you. <laughs> I'm uh, proud of you. So James Harden I think would go on that list of like, "Oh yeah, I bought a condo in North Star Village." Thanks for reminding me. I think that would be a response he might have.
0: Okay, I kind of went down the little the James Harden rabbit hole a little bit too. Yeah. I was googling him because of this story. Reportedly in the off season, the owner of the Rockets was going to a strip club with James Harden. I don't know if this is sports best, but nevertheless, <laughs> they were they were going to a strip club. And there's this great scene that the, the owner of the Rockets, which I think he owned 20, 20, 24 of fitness, some, he's like a fitness guy, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to this strip club. <laughs> this is the most amazing thing. The owner of the Rockets starts going through his uh, change drawer to get quarters before he goes into the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> And so he picks up these corners and James Harden smacks his hand. How
1: do you think it went when he bought into the the Rockets franchise? Did he come with a bag full like a a Santa sack full of Susan B. Anthony's (laughs) count them, count them, baby. Just throw a bunch of chains on the table. got to count it
0: you go going to a strip club with your boss and you just stuck his hand and no. <laughs> All right. I gotta regroup. We have breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Andrew Keller, my dreams have been fulfilled. God might take me from the earth because of this news. Breakdancing is an official Olympic sport. We'll be part of the 2024 Paris Games. It is going to be, uh, I think it's like um, one-on-one battles, 16 B-Boys and 16 b <laughs> think
1: That's what they call it. Fan of the show, Big Brother Ryan was a breaker growing up. He took some what? classes. I remember him spinning around our house. I, uh, I never Did you ever put dexterity. him in the box? Yeah, you put the cardboard down. You don't put a box down. You just put the cardboard down be and then you take the little dot off the top of your head so you can spin. have you ever have you ever broken is that the word
0: oh you know what? I, I am the worst dancer in the whole wide world i tried i sucked
1: yeah the strangest part of this story to me is that it's not they don't the people that do it like don't call it break dancing huh. we're breaking we're a breaker i don't even know what the right it's it seems a little highfalutin for a sport that uh is just making the debut it's impressive they are definitely athletes more so than curling I'm on board with this being an Olympic sport.
0: Um, the only thing I have about some sports, this being one of them, is that it's like a judged sport, right? It's The scores are always going to be right or wrong. It's like figure skating, right? Like, you don't always know the true winner because it's like judges giving their interpretation of the what's... I mean, how do you interpret what is the best breakdance move?
1: I mean, the same way you do a dive, the same way you do... The gymnastics. I mean I there's there's technicalities. So um I am seeing that uh famous breaker Chad wakowski was going to a strip club with the owner of his breakdancing <laughs> team. <laughs> and they <Listen>. brought <laughs> just
0: to said,
1: You can't No. Listen, the,
0: everybody is not happy about this. this is the one thing. Uh, world Australian squash legend, Michelle Martin says. Adding braking is a mockery that that is an Olympic sport and that squash is not. So not everybody's happy about the big break dancing news.
1: Well, stand up paddle boarding is still trying to get in too, so that could another I wouldn't say it's a mockery. I think one doesn't mean the other is not good. It means that they have a better um, lobbyist, maybe hire their PR guy for the squash.
0: You're telling me that the squash people have worse lobbyists than the breakdancing people? No,
1: that doesn't make sense because squash is the ultimate rich guy yeah, sport. Yeah. totally. I don't know. Well, no. have you ever – do you wonder who the sports person of the year is? You I, know, I, 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 I like seeing it.
0: I, said, I don't ever wonder about it. Then when it pops up, I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I think they should change the name of it. I'm annoyed. Sports <laughs> Illustrated announced – that their sports person of the year goes to five men and women sports. Don't call it, just call it the sportsmanship award. Oh yeah. Let's just do that. I'm happy to, to get all these people. So the people that won this year are, I love Patrick Mahomes because he got engaged. Yes. Um, Actually all these people got it for outstanding athletic achievements and also having a social justice message. But so Mahomes was one, Naomi Osaka, who was a U.S. Open tennis champion, Brianna oh. Stewart came back from an injury, won that WNBA title. Oh yeah, and LeBron, of course, and yep. then Chiefs former lineman Laurent Duverney Tardif. He he's the most interesting to me. They kind of sneaky put him in there. He it was the only active NFL player with a MD. He was a doctor, and he was the first. NFL player to announce that he was going to opt out of the 2020 season due to COVID precautions. And so he's been working as an orderly in Montreal, helping with the pandemic. Hats off to him.
0: Dude, I mean, he could have made millions of dollars to play in the NFL or become an orderly in Canada to treat people with COVID. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, he's he's native born Canadian. All these other people are using their platform to draw awareness to stuff. He actually did something. He quit and. He's helping out so i
0: like that it's too bad that he has to be canadian i mean if he wasn't canadian that story would have been perfect
1: the thing about canadians though is their smallest bill is a five so if you go to a strip club the coins
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know
1: if we have time for this but (laughs) best in show is still my favorite movie Uh... The American Kennel Club has reached a three-year media deal with ESPN to broadcast their events, and it's starting immediately. This Friday, December 11th, the American Kennel Club presents the fastest dog in the USA is going to be streaming live on the ESPN app. December 11th, 2 to so, 4 p.m.:
0: Obviously they're doing this because people watch this.: Yes. You ever watched a dog show on TV? I haven't
1: ever watched one on TV like i said best in show is my favorite movie outstanding christopher guest there's a netflix documentary that uh that follows the american kennel club and best in show seems like a documentary when you see these real people (laughs) like they're supposedly heightened versions of these people but they're real and it seems like a reality show so they have they have the, the fastest dog coming out on the 11th. There's also the national championship, which is the Mayflower, which everyone knows about. They have an agility championship, agility premier cup, diving dogs, and flyball championship. So mark your calendars. Dogs are coming. Who let the dogs out, Larry?
0: <laughs> I, uh, I think me and my kids will watch the fly ball. We're going to go with the flyball
1: i'll go down the youtube rabbit hole of watching like dog tricks where they have them the agility is impressive (laughs) or the i think i don't know if the the fly ball is this but they'll go on a dock and they'll have the dog run and they'll launch a frisbee to see the long jump of the dog and that's impressive i don't know if i'm gonna that's not um programming tv where i'm gonna go and Say, hold on! I can't, I can't come over for dinner tonight. I'm, I'm watching ESPN.
0: No, I think that's the, that's like the level. Like, I can't do that. But you know what? I'll go on YouTube and go down the rabbit, dog rabbit hole. I like that.
1: I think ESPN is going to make their money on this by getting it, just owning the content and having it on their yep. YouTube or social media. It's not going to be people watching all the way through. For the Who commentary.
0: owns the dog content? No.
1: no, No, no. Famously, the American Kennel Club president was with Robert Kraft in Florida at a strip club
0: <laughs> I just can't stop that. Just go I've never been I've been to like one strip club in my entire life I knew I didn't bring quarters and it was like 20 years ago when people use quarters wow. went, it's just like who if you're the older I gotta stop this has been Sports Best he's Andrew he's got our quarters I'm Larry thanks for listening